The UAE is building a new synagogue as part of an interfaith compound that will also house a church and a mosque. They're proclaiming that it doesn't matter who you worship as long as you believe in the power of faith and humanity. It sounds a lot like the prophesied one world religion in the Bible. We'll talk about this and more as we dedicate today's entire show to answering your questions pertaining to Bible prophecy. Do you have a question or comment? Join us by calling 877-363-8463. We're going to discuss the two things you're not supposed to talk about, politics and religion. Welcome to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today's show is dedicated to what you want to talk about. So we have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. As always, we look forward to chatting with you today and seeing what's on your mind. Doug, in spite of relying on the calls, we do have some interesting things to talk about today. How excited are you? On a scale of 1 to 10 about today's show. <laughs> oh, wow. On a scale from 1 to 10, I don't yeah. know. It's probably about 8, maybe a 9. Oh, 8 or 9. Yeah. How do we get that up? It's kind of hoping it's, for a 10. It's, it's going to be the calls, I guess, that come in that make it be a 10 today. You but, see, ever since we had that show far on here, <laughs> now that we don't have it, you're yeah. a little bit more down than normal. Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> when you're looking at all the things going on in the world... I guess if we had that shofar out here that I could blow every now and then when I get excited, that it might take some of the stress off. You know, we need to make a T-shirt. Yeah, there you go. Make you a know, T-shirt. Uh, Doug, blow that horn T-shirt with the picture of you and the shofar. Yeah, that's what the world needs. That'd bring a smile to your face. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on in the news, so there's a lot to talk about today, Vince. And uh, this opening story is a pretty big one, so... We've been getting a lot of emails and um, calls about that, as a matter of fact. so uh, What is it? Well, what it is, is it's an interfaithism compound, basically, that's uh, going to be in the um, United Arab Emirates. And you remember uh, that they are one of the first countries that signed on the peace agreement um, during the Trump administration when they did the Abraham Accords um, this was one of the first countries that come and signed on. So they're, they're actually building this area there. And, and they are one of the, uh, I think, most forward-thinking Arab nations that there is in the Middle East, really. I mean, they even have kosher areas in their grocery stores and things like that for the Jewish people that come there uh, to shop. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting that this is happening, but it is very prophetic too. So it's a, it's a big story. It got everybody really excited because, uh, one of the, uh, people that are pushing this is of course, Pope Francis. So very interesting story. Yeah. And it's about Chrislam. We've got a photo we want to show you. The story says the United Arab Emirates will build a new synagogue as part of an interfaith compound that will also house a mosque and a church and is reportedly set to open 
in 2022. <coughs> Excuse me. The announcement of the Abrahamic family house in Abu Dhabi follows a visit by Pope Francis to the UAE in February. We've got a photo we want to show that um, displays what this looks like, apparently, or what it's going to look like. Um, this visit by the Pope is the first to the Arabian Peninsula. During the trip, the Pope signed a joint declaration with the Grand Imam of Al-Azhar, Dr. Ahmad el Taib, that called for religious tolerance and dialogue. An interfaith council to oversee projects advancing tolerance was formed as a result of the declaration and named the Higher Committee of Human Fraternity. The Abrahamic Family House is its first initiative. This is an important opportunity for all who believe in the power of faith and humanity. It will help build bridges between religious leaders and communities as, as well as foster peace and harmony in an era that is too often defined by difference said Rabbi Bruce Lustig, senior rabbi at Washington Hebrew Congregation. Now, Doug, before you comment on this, this is a crucial story that impacts so many different people mm-hmm. around the world. I'm not getting emotional. I just have a, a, a twinge in my throat that I can't get past. I got you. But um, um, this is such an important story that affects so many people that I just have to take the moment to remind everybody, like, if you're on Facebook... You need to share this video right now because your friends and your family need to hear about Chrislam and they need to hear about this interfaith movement that's that's not coming. It is very clearly here. It impacts millions of people around the world, uh, billions of people around the world every single day as we wake up and we worship and there are people that are confused about uh, religion and what they believe or they're just not certain about it, and there's things like this happening that's joining up these different religions like Islam and Christianity and Judaism, and people that don't know the Word of God, or they don't know what they believe, will fall into this and just go right along with it. And there'll there'll be people that do know the Word of God Mm -hmm. that fall into it as well because maybe they don't... um, Maybe they don't connect with all of the Word of God. They only pick out certain portions of Scripture. So your friends and your family need to hear us talk about this, or they need to read about it themselves, whatever the case may be. So share this video. Hit the heart icon. It helps break through the algorithms. Tell Facebook that we're legit, all that stuff. We need your help in getting the message out. So please share this video uh, right now before we go deep diving into this. Yeah, so one of the things that we were showing there, we showed a picture from an article, and it called it Chrislam. They're not calling it Chrislam. That is just a word that's being used now uh, that's talking about the joining of of the two uh, religions of Islam and Christianity, kind of molding them together because we've heard the Pope say many times that uh, the Muslim people worship the same God as we do. Okay, so that's where that comes from. Uh, and the picture that we showed there shows uh, it's that's an animation of what it will look like when it's completed. It's not completed yet. Right now, the only thing there, like the article said, is a synagogue. Um, there's going to be also a Catholic church and also uh, a mosque. And so this is going to be a place of interfaithism. That's what the Bible talks about. The Bible doesn't call it... Chrislam, that's a word that man uses, but the Bible calls it the one world religion or 
uh, an interfaith belief that's going on there and what's going to happen. And so that's prophesied in Revelation 13. Many people know, uh, we talk about it often on this program, that uh, we believe that whoever is the Pope, whoever has the office of the Pope, at the time the Antichrist is revealed, which will be halfway point into that final seven years, that that Pope will rise up and be the false prophet. So we're beginning to see that happen. And Doug, the Lord showed you something today in Scripture, at least you feel like it was. You're going to share with us what that was. It's really crazy and exciting, so you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. We will be getting to your calls at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Major Internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Welcome back to Into the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We will be getting to your calls. We do have a few updates for you that we think you need to know about this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Dave and Jana, as well as Judy um, and Kara, uh, will be in South Bend, Indiana tomorrow night and Sunday morning. So if you are in the South Bend, Chicago, Illinois area, Detroit, Michigan, um, make plans to go to South Bend and meet with Dave and Jana and Judy. Many of you have asked about Judy. She's doing well. Of course, she is navigating a huge loss in her life like all, uh, we all are, but she's experiencing it uh, in a much more significant way than the rest of us, of course. So many of you have asked about her. If you're in the South Bend area, you can go out and uh, chat with her and let her know that you've been praying for her. I know that would be so meaningful uh, for her for you to be able to do that. So 
make sure you make plans to go to South Bend, Indiana this weekend. You can learn more about the venue at endtime.com slash events, or you can call us at 800-END-TIME. So make plans to go out to meet Dave and Jana, Judy, and Kara. Uh, also, last Friday, I uh, asked you all to pray with us about David, uh, my friend David, and... Um, you all have done that, and I appreciate it so much. So thank you for taking the time to pray for my friend David. And um, I will say that last Friday it didn't look very good at all. They called the family in and, you know, basically were giving him uh, moments to live. And um, as of today, uh, he uh, not to go into too much detail, but he had, his lungs were leaking and he was swelling up in his body. And uh, as of today, the swelling has completely gone away. Uh, his lungs are no longer leaking. They are astounded by what has happened. That's not what they expected whatsoever. They've reduced some of the care that they've been giving him to, to support him as he navigates this health crisis. And uh, it is looking much, much better now. His wife actually texted me a little bit before the show and just asked me to keep praying and specifically to pray about um, the inside of his lungs to be restored. He's got some uh, issues on the inside of his lungs, and they need that to be restored in order to keep his oxygen levels up. And I said, you know, I told everybody about him last week without your permission because uh, I wanted to get everyone to pray with us. Doug suggested it. It's your fault, Doug. Um, <laughs> and so... Um, credit to you rather. Um, and so anyway, um, his, the inside of his lungs need a, uh, healing. And so I told her we would specifically pray for that. She gave me permission to share that with you all. So again, thank you for your prayers and thank you for continuing to pray with us about David. I believe wholeheartedly that he's going to be healed in Jesus name. Yeah. Uh, I believe I've seen it in the spirit and I lack, um, no faith. I mean, I am full of faith about it. I, I know that he's going to come out of this and be an amazing testimony. Maybe we'll have him uh, come here and share what the Lord did in his life as he navigated such a health crisis. So yeah. we appreciate your prayers. Now, and see, that'll take the program up to attend for me, just hearing that. Oh, man. I, don't, I, don't. I mean, our God is, is not a God that, you know, needs to be put in a box. He has no boundaries. He has no limits. And he can do anything. So praise God. That's well, and, awesome. And just a reminder to everyone out there, mm -hmm. if you've received a bad report, Amen. Jesus is bigger yeah. than what we can see. We are it's amazing how intelligent humans are. It's amazing the technology we've created to be able to assist people uh in health crisis. However, Jesus is far bigger than that. Mm -hmm. He's our creator. He designed our bodies. He knows every in and out. There's no mystery to him. Um he's not worried about that report that you got, he can absolutely heal you in an instant in Jesus' name. That can happen right, right now. Right. So if you're navigating a health crisis or a financial crisis or a marital crisis or whatever your crisis can be, uh, may be, he can just come in and totally change everything in an instant. I mean, it doesn't take him anything. It's, it's, he doesn't stress out about this stuff like you and I can do sometimes. Um, you know, it, I'm reminded of the story of the disciples. There's a storm coming and he's sleeping in the ship. Yeah. You know, we've got storms going on, but Jesus isn't worried about them. Right. You know, he, he knows the end from the beginning. That's right. And it doesn't matter what report you've received. Mm -hmm. He can make a way. So trust in him. Have faith. 
and um, know that all things are possible. Don't that's fear. Right. Amen. He can say, peace be still at any moment, and that storm's gone. Gone. Just like that. Totally gone. Amen. Well, it's supposed to be open line. Yeah. We're supposed to be talking about Chris Long. <laughs> right. But sometime the Spirit takes over. I believe the Lord has lifted people's faith all yeah. around the world. Amen. Uh, and it's going to continue to do that. But um, the Chris Lom, the interfaith thing, let's wrap that up before we do get to the calls. By the way, we are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We will get to that. We just wanted to wrap up this story uh, before we um, start taking calls. Yeah. You want to read from Revelation 13? Is that where we're going now? Yeah, let's do that. All right. And Revelation 13, starting with verse 11. This is about the prophesied um, one world religion. Uh, and behold, another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed, and he doeth great wonder, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, what the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now I've told everyone before the break that the Lord showed you something today. Yeah. So, so let's not, I forgot about that when I was talking about all the other things. <laughs> yeah. Let's not just skip over that. That's kind of a big deal to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> this is something that um, as I was doing a study on this, uh, the Lord showed me the scripture. And it's amazing. I think that you'll see, I mean, uh, how these, this scripture is going to roll into another scripture we use to talk about Islam here. So that's in Isaiah 28, uh, 14 through uh 18, I think, or 16, I'm sorry. Wherefore, hear the word of the Lord, ye scornful men that rule this people, which is in Jerusalem, because ye have said, we have made a covenant with death and with hell. Are we at agreement? When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood have we hid ourselves. Therefore, now a friend of mine says, whenever there's a therefore... There's a reason that it's there for. <laughs> therefore, thus saith, saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Now, that's not what you want to highlight, but I love that part. Well, it's, it's a good part to be highlighted because it kind of <laughs> lets us know what's going on here. But I believe what this scripture and the reason why the Lord showed me this is I believe what's happening there is it says there in verse 15, it says, We have made a covenant with death and hell. And then if you look at, this is where I want to go from there, and then we'll jump back up to the scripture. But if you look at Revelation 6, 8, it's talking about the fourth horse there. In Revelation, what we know as the pale horse, we know that pale was translated uh, from the word chloros, which is actually green. 
And so that's a green horse there. We teach that this is Islam. This horseman is, is Islam here. And so just read Revelation 6, 8 there for us, Vince. And I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. So the rider on this green horse, Islam, is death and hell follow with them. In that scripture in Isaiah, it says we've made a covenant with death and hell. I don't think that's a coincidence there. I think that this is, is exactly what's happening with uh, the Catholic Church and how they've made this covenant with Islam to say that we worship the same God, to say that we agree on the same things and we both have a path to God through our religion. When it says that, that therefore that you read, mm-hmm. I believe is the Lord saying, look, here's what you need to follow. It's not any other way to God other than this way. And he says, I lay before you this precious cornerstone. We know other scripture tells us that Jesus is the cornerstone and that the teachings of the apostle are the foundation. That foundation rests upon the cornerstone of Jesus Christ. So he, he is, when you have a cornerstone, that's your set stone that you build off of. You, you know, if you've ever seen old buildings, you'll see the cornerstone in the building. They'll tell you this is the cornerstone of the building. That's where the construction starts. So God tells us this is the cornerstone. Christ Jesus is the cornerstone. And we don't need to follow other paths. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So uh, it's very specific, the path that we're supposed to follow. I believe that's why the Lord put that therefore there. So uh, interesting that I saw that today. The Lord showed me that this covenant with death and hell. It looks as though that's what the Catholic Church has done, made a covenant with death and hell. When the first, in Revelation 13, when we read about it, it talks about the coming mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. So are you trying to say that there's some type of connection between the mark of the beast and Islam? There's going to be a connection between joining all the religions together. So it's not about Islam specific. Right. It's about, it doesn't matter what the, the religion is. If they join up with the one world religion, yeah. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So they, it's, it's really the enemy... The devil has put forth a, um, a distraction to all Christians anyway to say, look, here's just like he blurs the lines, I guess you could say, between male and female nowadays. We see these lines being blurred. Oh, no, He's, Doug, that's not a popular thing to talk about. I know it's not popular at all, but that's exactly what's happening. And that's what canceled. he's done with religion. We probably will at least They, they might shut your Twitter account down. <laughs> could happen. I don't have that, so that's okay. <clears throat> if anybody sees a Twitter account with my name on it, I don't have one, so that's not the real Doug Norvell, just so you know. But <laughs> going back to, to that, yes, that's... It's a blurred line of religious belief. And when the Antichrist stands on the Temple Mount and declares that he's God, who's going to be pointing the way to that? It's going to be that false prophet. The Bible says he pulls fire down from heaven in the sight of man. He does something like that and says, this guy's your guy. And the Antichrist stands up and says, I am God to all faiths. You know, I'm I'm the God, the one God that you pray to, and everybody has a pathway to me. However he says it, we don't know exactly how that's going to be done, but we know that that is the devil's plan. The devil has always wanted to replace God and be worshipped like God, even though he was the, the head worshiper in heaven. So 
I've said a lot of stuff there and I'm not backing up with scripture, so I'm going to stop now. No one's mad. They want to hear Doug Norvell talk more. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I know so. All right. All right. Well, let's get to the phones. This is your day in spite of us uh, taking over a little bit there with that story, but we felt like it was very important. We're getting tons of emails and calls about it, and we wanted to make sure that we at least talk about what's happening there with the One World Religion headquarters that some people are calling it. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, there you have it. Let's go to J.D. in Georgia. J.D., welcome to End of the Age. Hey, appreciate you taking my call. Um, yeah, I had a question regarding the third trumpet out of Revelation 8. And I know that you guys teach that that um, was an event that took place at the Chernobyl disaster in 1986. And I want to see why you back that up with Scripture. Um, besides just that the word Chernobyl means wormwood, because some of the things in that passage just don't seem to align with that event. Well, there's a lot of things that go along with that. If you've ever seen our our seven trumpet video, you'll see that, I mean, even um, the people there of Russia have put up a uh, statue, a monument, that speaks of that uh, third trumpet, and it has an angel blowing a trumpet. There, there's just a lot of things there um, that help us to understand. One of the things that happened was it says that the waters will be made bitter uh, because of wormwood. That's one of the things that happened. There was a uh, an electrical storm that was coming through at the time that the lid blew off of this uh, facility, and as the uh, nuclear... Uh, toxic waste was going up into the sky it was sucked up and absorbed into that storm and that storm began to rain and because of the rain it got into the waters and it it infected people all the way down into uh italy and so there were a lot of people that were sick because of the water and that's one of the things it says because of this disaster the water is made bitter uh and so that's one of the other things that kind of go along with that um I know a lot of people believe that it's going to be um, a meteorite because it, it talks about a star. Uh, but also there are other things going on there. I mean, one of the things that, that happens in a nuclear reactor, this isn't something we teach, but it's just one of those things that I think about, is in a nuclear reactor, they're splitting atoms. It's actually star power that they're using in a nuclear reactor. And uh, when the lid was blown off, it was blown up. Uh, several hundred feet in the sky and some people did believe it was a fallen star because it was on fire as it came crashing back down Uh, so not everybody knew what was going on at that point and remember John is describing things in scripture that he's never seen before so um, that's just one of the one of the things that we explain in that video JD I'm sorry to cut you off Uh, what I'd like to do is put you on hold and get your email address I'd like to give you some end of the age plus access and we'll send you Uh, the seven trumpets video through that so you can look more into what we teach on the third trumpet and all the other trumpets so please stay on hold and we'll get your email address talk to everyone else after the break whether it's a global pandemic threat of war or floundering economies end time events are happening around the world every day how can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty with the end time magazine subscription you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. Today is all about what you want to talk about, so we will go back to the phones. Nabil in Canada, welcome to End of the Age. Hi there. Hi. Hi, Thank you for calling. Hi, it's Nabil. Yeah, thank you for calling. Oh, oh, hi, thank you. Thank you, Doug, and thank you so much. I, I, uh, in Lebanon, 1967, where I grew up, uh, we had uh, enforced Islam teaching on us. I grew up in a Catholic home, but my home was only, my dad was an electrical engineer there. And uh, I remember on the streets, when uh, in 67 war, I was, I think, grade eight or so, the, the protest, the, you know, the college kids, I re- still remember the screeching and the shouting they did. They said, if it's not for the God of Israel, we would walk over them with sticks. This is, do you hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. This is, this is, I was a kid. In Lebanon, and so they know it's it's just fear. Somehow God put in, you know, like over a hundred, uh, you know, one billion or and more around. But uh, just I want to read uh, from Nigeria, the state of uh, um, the states of uh, the state of uh, Edo, Edo state. Look what the governor said. Resident of Edo State without evidence of COVID-19 VAC, the jab, will no longer be allowed access to public and private places, including banks, churches. From the second week of September, the state governor, Mr. Godwin Obasiki, announced this on Monday and that was August 23rd. Now the question, like I shared that about, uh, you talk about Islam and Catholic, just 
just to bring to the audience how it's supernatural, God put, I mean, there were people in planes with their feet tied to the plane when they fell in Becca Valley from Syria, so they will not jump from the plane before their plane were shot. We were kids and we saw it. But the question is, how much more freedom? This is in Jamaica. If it comes to, I'm in Canada, and, and it's coming, I believe, we cannot go churches, we cannot do banking online without, you know, a four number thing, you know, are you VAC, VAC. The only thing they could do there is grocery. And you are telling people it's not the mark of the beast, and I believe it's not until the beast comes here. But how could you explain this? Okay, so did I lose you? No, we're here. So your question is, how can we explain that the vaccine is not the mark of the beast? Yes, I know it's not. Right. So this is so tough. Like, if it comes to Canada. I believe you in the States are going to save us. I really believe a man by the name of the sound of the T-R-U-M-P, <laughs> somehow, someway, yeah. there's going to be some struggle there, but he will be there too. And I believe it will help Canada a lot to save us. Well, but I, I'd see what you're saying. To Europe. Yeah, I think What's that... the difference between this and Revelation 13 where you cannot buy or sell? The only thing we could do is grocery. Yeah. Well, the the difference is right now that it's the one world order has not come together. We don't have the Antichrist, of course, the things that, that you understand why we say this is not the mark of the beast. Yes. Uh, I do believe that uh, I don't I don't know that the person you're talking about is ever going to come back to power or not. But here's the thing. Jesus is on his throne and the Lord. None of this taken him by surprise. And he's. He has a plan, and we believe, based upon the scriptures, that America will be pulled out of the one world government, that we will stand side by side with Israel, and that there will be some some pushback on these things. We're seeing it in other countries already. I mean, even though uh, this country right now and the leader we have right now is expressing more and more control by the government and, and trying to enforce the same things, this is a one world government belief that's going on right now to force us where they can control us. They can tell us what we can and what we can't do. They really don't have any power except the power that people are giving them right now. Even with the the people that are walking off their jobs because they will not take um, the vaccine or the poke or the jab or whatever you want to call it, those people, when they're walking off, like we have a story where the governor in New York City has called in uh, the... uh, uh, what are they even called? I can't even think right military. now. Thank you, the military. Uh, they've called them in to help them fill the holes that are being left by people that are walking off the jobs right now. 70,000 yep. health workers walking off the job. So if if people in these different countries stand together and stand up against these mandates and push back against the government, I think the government is going to have to listen to their people, that it, yeah. that it will begin to cause problems for those uh, governments. I think right now Australia is a model for what they want to do in the rest of the world, and we see the Australian people pushing back and fighting back. But I do believe that God is in control, and that this yes. is this is not going to be something that's going to last for a long time. You know, I I now since you said that, it confirmed that to my heart. The the other thing is the Abrahamic covenant. Just just 
think, you know, the Genesis 15, I know that you said it's not that covenant, but don't you think that is going to be like what we saw in, you know, the uh, Israel prime minister landed in Abu Dubai? Don't, can't you see that it's going to stay the same name when the final signature is going to take place for the agreement of the seven year on the state of what's going to happen in Jerusalem? Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. I, I think that they will, even the Biden administration has said that they want to build off of the Abrahamic Accords. And I saw a, a story earlier this week uh, that Iran, or Iraq, I'm sorry, Iraq wants to uh, go to the negotiating table with Israel as well. So I do believe that the Abrahamic Accord could turn into uh, what we're looking for. It's just not there yet. It, there's going to have to be the Palestinian-Israeli yeah. agreement that allows Israel to yeah. worship on that Temple Mount, and those things yeah. will have to fall into place. But, yes, I agree that it could be built yeah. off of that Abrahamic agreement. Isn't it amazing to see the miracle? Just the name is just fascinating how <laughs> God put it on their heart to call it. And the name will not change, I believe, the Daniel chapter 927. It will stay, and they will agree to the covenant of the seven-year wood. I think the name will stay as Abrahamic. Thank you so much. We love you people. You're a great encouragement to us. Thank you. God bless you. All right, Doug. Lucille, in our watch, watching on Facebook, Lucille wants to know, do you think if you took the COVID shot you can still go to heaven she's been hearing so many bad things and wants to know if it's possible absolutely i believe you can still go to heaven because this is not the mark of the beast you're not taking the mark of the beast um we we know people i mean there's people that i know that have taken the jab and and they uh you know they're not going to go to hell this is not a heaven or hell issue this is something we, we try to help people understand that this is something that you need to research for yourself. You need to be sure about. And, yeah, you need to seek the Lord and pray about it before you do. Any time you put something into your body, you need to do that. You need to weigh the, you know, what, what's happening here. When we take prescription drugs, there's side effects to those prescription drugs. So you need to decide, is this right for me? Is this what I need to do? All those things, I would say, take into a prayerful consideration and do your research on it. But taking the vaccine is not going to send you to hell. It's not the mark of the beast. You're not going to go to hell if you take this. You, you might want to research it a little bit more and make sure that it's right for you. Talk to your doctor, your medical professionals that you trust, and, uh, and then go from there. So... That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right, Brother Forrest. Right. <laughs> um, um, okay, they also want to know, because we posted a picture of the um, um, the headquarters happening in the UAE, and, of course, the yeah. folks listening to us on radio couldn't see that, but the people who saw it, they're wanting to know, is that part of the third temple? It is not. And the way that we know that is it's not on the Temple Mount. It's It's a synagogue, which is different than the temple, the temple is going to be on the Temple Mount. It's going to be on Mount Moriah. Uh, we we already know. What, remember, I guess in July this year they were surveying that area. We we showed a picture of that online and said, 
you know, what are they doing up here? What are, why are they surveying that area? The area that they were surveying just to uh, the north of the Dome of the Rock is the area that they want to put the temple. When we see that temple being built up there, that is the temple that Revelation chapter 11, verse 1 and 2 prophesies about. To leave out the uh, outer court, which is where the Dome of the Rock sits, for it shall be trodden down by the Gentiles. So there's going to be a sharing arrangement there on the Temple Mount. And we've, we've had some stories recently where the Jewish people are going back up there and praying where before they could be arrested and taken off and put in jail. Uh, now they're, they're allowing them to even go up there and pray, which is, you know, moves in the right direction. So. Easy enough. The Temple Mount's not in the UAE, so right. there you go. All right, let's go to Carlos in California. Carlos, welcome to End of the Age. Yeah, hello. Uh, thank you for taking the call. I just had a question concerning uh, Matthew Matthew 24, verse 14, and Matthew 24, verse 22. It talks about a preacher in verse 14 about the gospel being preached, and then it talks about the elect, that the days will be shortened. Mm-hmm. So my question is, on verse 14, who's the one who's the one that's preaching or who's preaching, and then who are the elect in verse 22? Okay, so in verse 14, when it talks about this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So we know that the two witnesses are going to come on the scene, but there's also... Uh, we we teach a post-tribulation rapture. So we believe that that's going to be the greatest time of revival during the time that the uh, tribulation starts, that there's actually going to be a revival going on at the same time because uh, the Bible tells us in Daniel chapter 11 that uh, they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits and they shall uh, inform and teach many people. They will instruct them in the ways of God. So there's going to be during this time a uh, a time that Christians and, of course, the two witnesses are going to be uh, preaching the gospel all over the world. And we know now that with satellites, I mean, the gospel is getting out there. The gospel is getting out there more and more into places where it's never gotten before. Uh, we have missionaries that are in places where they've never been able to go before because of uh, progress in those countries. And it's allowed that to happen. So that, that scripture is going... To, and I believe is already being fulfilled. Uh, we're up against the break, so it may not get the other part out, but I can just say, in short, the elect, we believe, are the church. All right, Carlos, thank you for your calls. We'll be getting um, back to other calls after the break. The number to join us is 877 time 877-363-8463. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today is Open Line. We're taking your calls at 877-END-TIME. Um, I do want to remind you before we move uh, forward that Dave, Jana, Judy Baxter, and Kara will be in South Bend, Indiana this weekend. So if you're in the South Bend, Indiana, Chicago, Illinois, Detroit, Michigan area, um, there's people, I mean, South Bend's accessible from all over, of course, but we would love for you to come out and meet um, our team while we're there for the conference. You can learn more about the venue and other details for the conference at endtime.com slash events, or you can call us at 800 endtime and one of our team members will help you uh, with whatever that we possibly can. So make sure to make plans to join us in South Bend Saturday night and Sunday morning. All right. Now, Doug, you were uh, trying to address uh, that whole uh, you're trying to give us the whole answer there, but you got cut yeah. off from the break. So, so. so in Romans chapter 11, uh, verse 7, it tells us this. It says, What then? Israel hath not obtaineth that which he seeketh for, but the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded. So a lot of people try to teach that Israel is the elect there in Matthew 24, but Scripture tells us that the elect are those who have received the gospel. And so uh, what it, that's what that scripture is talking about there. Israel has not obtained it, but the election hath obtained it. And that whole uh, chapter of Romans 11 is talking about being grafted in uh, to God's people through the gospel. So you can go back and read that. That's Romans 11 in that particular verse is uh, verse 7. So there you go. Perfect. All right. All right, well, let's get back to the phones. We'll go to David in Texas. David, welcome to End of the Age. Hello, guys. Y'all having a great show today. I want to clarify something for a lot of people out there seem to think that the COVID shot could be the mark of the beast. I agree with y'all totally. There's definitely not the mark of the beast, and here's why. My King James Version of the Bible says explicitly where the mark of the beast will be placed on your body. It will be either in your right hand, in or on it, and I think it will be in it, in the form of a chip, or in your forehead in the form of a chip. If you don't have a right hand, you certainly, if you're alive, you're going to have a forehead. So that's where <laughs> they will put it. Anyway, another thing I was going to ask you all about to answer for me is this. Isn't, doesn't it, isn't there a verse in the Bible that says the, the um, Antichrist, will have will suffer a mortal wound and then come back alive and y'all can clarify that for me please okay if y'all read that too all right well thank you david um, yes you're you're correct i i believe with you as well what you're saying about the mark uh it does say that it'll be in your right hand or your forehead uh the scripture that you're talking about there with the head let me just read that for you so it says that and I saw one of his heads as if it were wounded to death, and his 
deadly wound was healed and all the world wondered after the beast. Remember the beast that it's talking about there have seven heads. And so it says one of those heads received this deadly wound. We believe that that was Germany during the time immediately after World War II when the uh, Berlin Wall was put up, that Germany was uh, separated like that so that they could never come back together and cause another war. They had, they had caused the first two world wars, and this was the world's answer to that. We'll build a wall, we'll separate it, we'll never let it come back together. When the Berlin Wall came down, we believe that that's when that wound was healed, and Germany has now risen into what we believe is their fourth and, and their strongest right that they've had. And the leopard that is part of that one world government, we believe, is Germany, and it has four heads. And okay. so that's, that's why we teach that and why we believe that. Okay. Now, what are, um, well, here again, y'all are talking about the Muslims through the Catholic Church and the Catholic Church being becoming united. And, and uh, that's happening for sure. And that's why I, I go back and I say Barack Obama, whom I believe to be a lifelong Muslim, that he's hiding his religion because they teach all Muslims they can lie to protect Allah and Islam. It's okay for them to lie. And I think he is totally a Muslim, and that's why he's my primary candidate. He has a lot of other attributes that say that the uh, Antichrist will not prefer the company of women. Well, if you know the history of Barack, true history of Barack Obama, you know for him that can be true. All right, I'll let you go. Thank you all very all right. much. All right, Thank have you, a great show. Thanks, right. David. All right, let's go to Darlene in Oklahoma. Darlene, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hey, Darlene. I've got get my phone. I thought it was going to be a while before you got to me. Um, I was wanting to know about any updates on Israel, anything about the peace agreement, or I mean, I just really haven't heard anything. Well, at, at this time, there's not a lot that they're talking about. the The major news coming out of Israel right now is more about Iran uh, has been doing some war games close to. Uh, the borders up around Syria and uh, into the Golan Heights. And so that's been a lot of the news lately. Uh, now, the uh, Israeli ambassador did go into Abu Dhabi uh, to set up the uh, Jerusalem. Uh, <laughs> help me out here, Vince. They're. Uh, I can't even think of their consulate there. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, in Abu Dhabi. He did fly there. That's the first time that's happened. They're setting up their uh, Israeli consulate there so that they have that just like uh, when we moved ours to uh, Jerusalem. Uh, it was big news. This was kind of big news recently. But, of course, Abu Dhabi is where uh, the focus of what we talked about today is there in the United Arab Emirates. And so... Uh, they're very friendly toward Israel right now. They're one of the first ones that made the agreement with Israel. But as far as the Palestinians and Israel come together on anything right now, there's no news about that whatsoever. Yeah, and I'm wondering if that's news, that there's not any talk, if that means anything. Or if it's just gone um, just silent, just they're not going to even discuss it. Oh, I, I imagine that it's probably being discussed. They're probably just not letting us know 
uh, everything that's going on. We know it's going to happen, and we're sitting here watching yeah. all this other stuff happening in the world, and we're seeing things come together. So I, I would imagine that there is a lot of talks that are happening that we just don't know about. If you remember um, early part of the summer, there was a report that uh, a boss reached out to the U.N. asking the U.N., to bring the quartet back together and allow the quartet to work on that agreement because they felt like uh, the quartet would be more fair toward the Palestinian people. And so I would imagine there's probably some things happening that we just haven't seen in the news or we don't know about right now, and we'll just have to wait and see uh, how that goes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I just wanted to know if you'd heard anything because I haven't heard anything, and I've been trying to... To keep my ears open, but all right. Well, have a good weekend. All right, Thank you, you too. Thank Thanks, you, Darlene. Now, Doug, I think there's always stuff going on, and they're not giving us play-by-plays on it. Yeah, so, me too. Uh, agreed. All right, let's go to Pete in Massachusetts. Pete, welcome to End of the Age. What's going on, guys? Oh, a whole lot. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing good. So um, my uh, question the, with the Antichrist, I was just wondering if that, I, I see that painting behind you guys all the time, and I was wondering, you know, um, we know the Bears, Russia, Putin, Stout, and I was wondering if the three ribs could be the the three nations that get put down. Well, you know, that's a good question. The the thing is that, that I've thought about, because I've heard this, it's been presented to me before, somebody's asked me that question. And the thing that I look at is it's, it's ribs that it's specifically talking about in that bear's mouth. It's horns that it's talking about with these kings, these ten horns. I don't know if I could get the ribs and the horns to line up, but it's an interesting, oh, it's an interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. thought. Uh, but yeah. we, we do believe that those ribs are countries that um, Russia has obtained through war and that, uh, you know, there, there's some that uh, China has wanted Russia to give back some providences that Russia took. Uh, and that is, uh, I think, Mongolia and uh, Singhai, and I can't remember the other one, but it's there's a couple of nations there. There's three of them, providences that Russia took, and China has said that they are bones of contention. So we've always thought maybe that could be what the ribs were. Uh, but right. also they the, the Baltic states that they took, and then even the current stuff that's going on with the Ukraine could be those ribs. We'll just kind of have to wait and see. Uh, but I, I see you were asking, could Putin potentially be the Antichrist? And he's actually one of those people that's on the watch list. Uh, Pastor Baxter had made several comments that Putin could be that guy. Uh, right. Especially we kind of had that replay yesterday where we were talking about the Antichrist being stout, more stout than his fellows. And... Putin's pretty stout. You remember the picture of Putin riding on horseback without a shirt, and then they showed a picture of Obama riding a bicycle with a little basket in the front, and you know. But so Putin's a pretty stout guy. Plus, he's like uh, he used to be Secret Service, Russian Secret Service, and so he's a pretty lethal fella too. So he would be somebody I think we would watch. Right, right. Yeah, that makes total sense though. The uh, ribs and the horns that that pretty much crosses it out, but. That's that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. All right. Well, thank you, Pete. You have a great day. All right. Let's go to Michelle in Virginia. Michelle, welcome to Into the Age. 
Hey guys, uh, I have you on speakerphone. I hope that's okay. Well, we'll see how it sounds, but <laughs> it's fine for us. Depends on who's who's back there. <laughs> the only reason I wanted on there, did you see the three names or the church name inside that big Chrislam facility named after, it's named St. Francis Church? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. That's interesting. Yeah. So some people say that St. Francis is actually named after St. Francis of Assisi, but many know it's probably Francis Xavier, the co-founder of the Jesuit, because he's a, um, Pope Francis is the first Jesuit pope. Mm-hmm. So That's I true. found that fascinating, because if they blow up the Vatican, he's going to need a new home. <laughs> well, <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> yes, he will. Have, yes. And then the question I have for you, about the two witnesses, this, this strikes me, go and measure the temple, but you measure before you build, because you were talking about the cornerstone. So mm-hmm. technically, the witnesses could come in the first half. Well, if you read that scripture thoroughly, it says not to only measure for the temple, but it says for the worshipers therein, for the altar and everything there. So it appears like worship is going on uh, when they come on. And it also gives us a 42-month period that they'll be giving uh, their testimony or they'll be preaching. So their ministry lasts for three and a half years. So we believe that's going to be after uh, the Antichrist is revealed. That's when the two witnesses will come on the scene. Uh, if you look all the way into the end of Revelation 11, when those two witnesses are killed and they lay dead in the street for three and a half days, uh, the very next thing that happens, it says in that same hour, the seventh trumpet blows and it's time uh, for the rapture of the church. And so we believe their ministry will start there because that'll be 42 months to the end when uh, the rapture occurs. Wow, you're just getting chills. Okay, cool. But I just thought that, check out the name of that. The other one is called um, Moses bin Maimon for the synagogue. Mm-hmm. And for the um, mosque, it's called Imam LCF. But St. Francis Church is new home. Thanks, guys. Right. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. All right, don't forget to join us in South Bend, Indiana this weekend for our conference. Learn more at endtime.com slash events or give us a call at 800-END-TIME. We'll be happy to answer any questions that we can. We will see you right back here next week. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.